0: Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. This year I'm going to start a new kind of mini-series inside uh, called Coping Mechanisms or Coping Strategies. When I write it down I'll decide what I will call it. But in essence I'm just going to number coping strategies that I have found that I'm testing that could inspire you, that could just help your life. Small snippets one by one. Um, That could help, and this is number one. Today, I'm going to be talking about aroma and smells and how that affects the brain, and how I believe it helps those with dyslexia. So, let's dive into today's coping mechanism. Okay, so one of the things we get asked the most about is coping strategies. So, in this series, I'll do this year, I'm going to see if I can get to maybe 50 coping strategies over the year so ideally one podcast a week I'm going to do around a round coping strategy just because you know when you find out you've got dyslexia you find out you've got neurodiverse, you're neurodiverse you've got ADHD the first thing we do is look for practical things we can install like a computer on ourselves to make our lives that little bit easier that little bit better so these are going to be tools that work for the you know, the creative right-sided thinkers, um, you know, like myself and potentially yourself or someone you know. So they're going to be much more practical pieces. The other podcast I'll do each week will be, could be an interview, could be an update of what's going on in my life, what I'm learning. But these are going to be very practical and I'll try and find a way of putting them all on one list somewhere that people can just dive into. Um, so the first one, let's, let's get into this, is aroma. And so I'm always looking at ways to install things in my life that are going to make things work better. And this was one I've done podcasts on the past about that when I was chatting to my wife, she mentioned how she used the scent of vanilla to get through exams at school. And so what she would do is she'd have a vanilla-scented candle while she was studying going. So that smell was always being absorbed in that that position. And she'd be studying away. And then in an actual um, exam, she would have, uh, I want to say a rag or maybe a handkerchief or something, that vanilla smell that was on it. And in the exam, she could smell it and it would hopefully bring her back into that thinking zone or help her recall information better and she did say it made a a noticeable improvement in the way she did exams now the other you know there are heaps of studies around aroma memory recall um, and they're all very very positive smell is probably one of the most underutilized you know senses we kind of think smell something bad go away from it smell something good go towards it you know it's used in You know, and mechanisms of places like, you know, Subway Sandwiches is a great example of this. Like the smell of their bread when they're cooking it is so attractive. They've used smell to pretty much draw people into the store, right? There are are cupcake places, there are uh, cookie places, those smells, you know, if you're selling a house, you bake cookies for that reason. You know, that good smell around a house can actually heavily influence people to make decisions, but the question is, is how can you then start using this more? Like, like, as I say, what my wife did around studying was huge, but it's also starting to, instead of being a passive smeller, isn't that a great phrase? Passive smeller is, uh, is actually creating, uh, smells in different environments that get you into the zone. It can, it's kind of like music and we'll probably do another podcast on music, but you know, around aroma, is can you create different you know could it be an essential oil could it be another smell that's going to elicit you into a state where you're better you know if you're finding yourself you know say for example you find the first hour or two at work very stressful you know you get in there's so much to do you're overwhelmed and you find yourself hey this is a common overwhelmed state that i'm I'm appearing now naturally we'll try and do things to change the way we work what we're what we're suggesting to test is how can you change the smell to something that's going to elicit a better experience or feeling. So you imagine you could, in this couple of ways of doing this, you could go back to something in your childhood that when you smell it, it brings you back to a happy state, happy, really happy state. There are things that, you you know, smells that only you will associate with good times in life. Maybe it was something your mother or father did. Maybe it was a smell at a friend's house or you know it could be anything like i remember at school having to polish my leather shoes that reminds me of school more than anything back in my day where i had to make sure my my shoes were really black like that brings me back to school not that i want to go back there i don't just sit here sniffing leather right it's not my thing but it, it's the same concept so if you've got something in your past that really gives you that good vibe Maybe consider that. The other way to do is to install something. So if you're doing something really enjoyable, start creating a smell that's associated with it. And that could be as simple as as carrying something around. It could be a candle. What I've recently done is I've gone out and bought one of these, I don't know, what, what do you call them? The aromatherapy machines that create this plume of very thin, um, I don't want to say smoke, but a uh, vapor. And it takes an essential oil, puts it into the air. Now, I'm really enjoying it. I was amazed at how cheap it is. It was 45 New Zealand dollars, which is, you know, depending on the exchange rate, 30 US give or take, maybe 22, 23 pounds. Um, that's about as far as my uh, my currency conversion is going to go today. But it was very cost effective. It actually Wi-Fi is to my phone, so I can turn it on or off. I can increase the smell rate or um, or, you know of the vapor rate or, or lower it and it even has flashing lights that I can control should I want my uh, should I want an epileptic fit at some point in my life you know I can have it do random stuff um, the lights are less important for this uh, for what we're doing here but I've been testing it with tea tree oil um, initially and just starting to test different essential oils now I personally don't have enough experience on essential oils to say do they work or not Everyone has a different opinion, right? But what I can say is there are certain smells that are very, very intense or specific. So tea tree is a great example. It's used in a lot of health products um, and it promotes health. So if I'm wanting to promote health, you know, maybe, you know, and again, this year for me is all around health. Having tea tree oil around um, and me linking it in my head to health, tea tree oil, health, tea tree oil, health. um, It's helping to promote that thought process. There are other there are other essential oils out there if you do a Google that will help with everything from being calm to focus. But the the key with all of these is you if you use it twice and go, hi that didn't work, I'll guarantee you it won't work. Don't waste your time. It's about building consistent memory that attaches to the smell. That is what is the game changer. So it's about doing it for six months. And what happens after that, you can then smell it if you've created it into a very specific situation, and it'll bring you back to that sense of feeling, that sense of, of doing. Does that make sense? And, and, and again, these, these are little coping mechanisms, little strategies that you can add into your day-to-day life that don't have to be remarkably expensive. They're not going to be the th- – and what I'd like to say as well is we all have this hope. There's this one strategy that you apply to your life and everything just works. That's the dream, right? You know, and it it doesn't it doesn't work like that. It's actually finding a bunch of these things you can apply and turn into consistent systems, however boring that is, you know, that actually work. You know, be it morning routines we'll talk about, be it aromas, be it you know, whatever, we'll go into a bunch of different things over this year, different coping strategies, but it's about grabbing a bunch of them and holding them long enough. So what I'd say at the end of this is if you're gonna test this out is do, you know, put a little test in with yourself, you know, to trial it for a month. I do these little games where I need to embed something. I have, a, I have a challenge for a month, and I make sure it's not so harrisome that I'm going to hate it. If I'm going to hate the challenge for the sake of hate, I'm not going to do it. It's never, ever going to stick. But aroma, you know, if I find the aroma I like, and I decide that I'm going to turn that on for two hours every morning what I might do personally is I might go, actually, I'm struggling more in the afternoon between about two and four to do anything productive. You know, can I test a smell for a month and see if that starts to, you know, elicit a beneficial value? Um, And I'll try that for two hours every workday for a month. So that becomes something that's not that hard. I actually can automate it on my phone. <laughs> it's pretty cool, it's, it's such a better world today, like 50 years ago, it would have taken so much more work. But I can turn this thing on and it can just do its thing and I get the smell. So that's really key. At the moment I'm doing one for meditation for February where I have to meditate every day uh, for my minimum of, I've got a 22, 24 minute, I always oh, get those mixed up, uh, you know, meditation that I do. And I have to do it all 28 or I think it's 28 days. It's not a leap year, is it? 28 days, uh, you know, for this month. And that continues to build the routine. I enjoy it. I'm I'm reminded every day the value of that time in the way I think. So, you know, this is just a quick strategy, aroma. How can you use it in your life? Is there aroma you can, that, that gives you a positive feeling? Can you bring it to a place where you're you're struggling and could you start to uh, get the benefit of that smell in, in in an activity that's not quite as good right or somewhere where you feel bad could you use a smell to bring yourself out of that that feeling I think you can I'm testing it out more and more and I'd love to hear your stories so if you do have any anything that's worked for you in this make sure you reach out on our Facebook group we've got the truth about dyslexia podcast group um, you can find it on truthaboutdyslexia.com um and yeah i'd love to hear your thoughts on aroma that's all for today's coping strategy we'll be trying to do one of these a week if you've got a coping strategy you'd like me to cover as well do let me know and i'm happy to do some research and talk it through so have an epic rest of your day and i'll be back next week